and welcome to Just a Couple of Horrors. It's your host, Brianda, here with you another week to talk about some fucking craziness. So, how are you guys doing today? I hope you guys are having a good day, a good beginning of your week. I hope you guys had good, uh, a good restful weekend. <laughs> um... I didn't do anything. I did nothing productive in any way, shape, or form this weekend. And honestly, I feel like I needed it. Sometimes I just feel like you're just so wrapped up in, you know, your life and your job and your home and your responsibilities and whether you have, like, children or a partner or a significant other, and there's just days where you're just like, can I just sit here and do nothing? Like, like I want to wake up and just lie in my bed and do nothing. I don't want to hear anyone say anything. I want to get up when I want to get up. I want to go eat when I want to go eat. I I just, like, I want to have no agenda. And if I want to watch Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets fucking two times in a row and be able to do it without having to worry about my responsibility. Dang it, the audio went out halfway through my rant. (laughs) But that's exactly what I mean. (laughs) I just want to, I just want to, like, this is going to sound crazy. This is going to sound fucking crazy and you guys are going to be like, Brianda, what the fuck are you saying right now? Like, I want to just take a month off of work, okay? I want to take a month off of work and I just want to just fucking wake up at whatever time I'm going to wake up. Or maybe I'll fucking wake up early and... And, and go for a fucking run or go hike or maybe I won't maybe I'll wake up at fucking 10 a.m and and fucking watch Maury and watch Jerry Springer or, or maybe I'll fucking do something productive and go to a goddamn library I don't know but the possibilities would be fucking endless you know why because I would just be sitting there winging everything as it comes can you tell that I'm like really burned out <laughs> I think the most amount of time that I've ever taken off was like, I don't know, maybe like, like five, no, further, oh my God, I'm old. Maybe like seven years ago, one time when I went to Florida for spring break and I took like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. That's the most amount of time that I've ever taken off, like at one time. To be like, to be off. And I'm 32. And I have never like taken a vacation. Like I would, I would love to just take a fucking, a week. Let alone two weeks. I would just love to take time off to just fucking be a vegetable. Or be productive. Or fucking, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm just. I'm burnt out. I wish I I wish I had that luxury of just fucking not having to worry. <laughs> and that concludes my mental health check-in with Brianda. I'm just kidding. 
But yeah, so when I was looking for today's um, horror of the day that I post, you know, you got, I post, you know, the daily um, facts on the Instagram page at just a couple of horrors pod. Um, so if you're interested in learning about weird shit on a daily basis, you should go follow it. But when I was looking up today's horror of the day, I found a really interesting fact that I thought like, holy shit, why doesn't anyone ever talk about this? So otters, fucking otters, right? I always thought that like otters were these like cute little, uh, beautiful, furry little balls of sunshine that would like hold hands so they wouldn't float away from each other while they're sleeping and you know just being cute and shit and um no no through today's horror of the day horror fact of the day I uncovered um terrible terrible information about fucking otters they're like that I just my mind has been blown and I could never look at these fucking little creatures the same ever, ever again. So I was looking. Jesus, the people cutting the grass are like yodeling. What are they doing? Um, Sorry, like I, I don't know when the people. Now there's kids screaming again. Um, That's what happens when you live in an apartment, you know, <laughs> but um. So I was looking at this article from Vox and it's called The Case Against Otters, Necrophiliac Serial Killing Fur Monsters of the Sea. And I was like, what? (laughs) Tell me more. So when I'm reading this fucking article, it's like going into detail about this um, research uh, like paper or like a study that was done on otters by um a couple of like I don't know if it was like marine biology I actually don't even know what the hell they were but they were like veterinarians that were studying um you know fucking otters right so um one of the things that was on here was saying that like there's like a whole bunch of fucking different kinds of otters and that otters like attack humans um from time to time and I was like okay well like that's that's not that bad right like you know they you know I mean we're like in their territory or you know I don't know like around them but in one of these things it was saying that there have been cases of otters true story true story oh here it is in the 2010 veterinarian heather harris and her co-authors and then it names a bunch of people published an article in aquatic mammals documenting 19 cases of sea otters attacking baby seals right and then it goes into a specific detail it says uh it's pretty it's the gist of it saying is that like this little baby seal pup was like chilling minding its own business when this fucking sea otter comes up to it grabs it with its teeth and its fucking little paws bites it on the nose and flips it over and it starts like just fucking like slamming it flipping it and taking it into the water 
to like kind of drown it and um it's like biting its fucking nose and the little seat the the little seal is like holy shit like trying to get out right and it's violently like thrashing it around and then the fucking otter takes it underwater for like 15 minutes and the seal is trying to like struggle free and like it fucking can't and finally the fucking seat the otter comes back up and the pup is no longer moving right like it's no longer moving and it like throws it up on the ice and the sea otter thrusts his pelvis his penis was extruded and intromission was observed at 105 minutes into the encounter an hour and a half the sea otter released the pup now dead and began grooming okay you heard that fucking right so pretty much this sea otter uh s aid no no it uh well i think i already said it earlier it raped or uh forcefully copulated um a baby seal to death like a fucking serial killer licked its little paws and then it started fixing its stupid little hair when i read this i was like fucking blown away blown fucking away because i always thought that otters were like these cute little like oh yeah they hold hands so they don't float away oh they're so fucking cute oh look at them eating fish oh look at their stupid little hands no they're like water terrorists of the fucking sea and i will never look at sea otters the same ever again and that concludes my TED talk. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, the fucking otters, right? Who who would have known? So anyway, let's jump into our topic for today. I've ranted enough. <laughs> Today's topic is paranormal games. And this is a topic that I've been wanting to cover for a while because I've actually um being the Mexican little kid that I am was i grew up hearing things like you know um you know uh pl- playing outside and hearing the yorona or like the horsemen and things that you can do you know like so you don't get carried away by the horsemen or the yorona doesn't come for you so i thought like well is there like other things like do other cultures have things or like are, are there things that you can do to like summon you know like bloody mary or so and in comes paranormal games. Now today's um, today's topic, my resources I obtained from um, an article from decanchronicle.com. It's called Five Paranormal Games That Is Not For The Faint Hearted. And this was um, published on August 17th, 2017. I found an article at thoughtcatalog.com. Um, it's called Six Paranormal Games That Could Ruin Your Entire Life. If You Dare to Play by Jessica Calder, and it was uploaded April 29th, 2021. I found another article on urbanlegends.fandom.com uh, slash uh, titled Durimasan. Uh, I found an article on iHorror.com titled Paranormal Games, Three Kings Ritual by Waylon Jordan, published on March 19th, 2020. 
And I found more information on reddit.com, subreddit, no sleep. Okay, so today's first game is called Three Kings. Um, And okay, first and foremost, let me just throw this out there. Um, I do not encourage or condone performing any of these engaging in any of these games and or rituals like that's not me that's not what i do that i don't fuck around with that kind of stuff i have seen a lot of weird things as it is so i wouldn't like go in there purposefully and try these games and see what the fuck happened you know i call into my life however <laughs> if you have tried some of these games and you saw like something happen or didn't you know let me know i'm actually curious i'm i'm, I'm genuinely interested and, and curious to see if anyone has tried these games and what their experience is but again i don't condone it i don't encourage you to do it don't do it don't call that shit upon your life but if you already did let me know how it went okay so three kings now, they say that this game uh, enables players to access another dimension. Um, as with most of these games, the origin, it's its not known. It's shady, murky at best. And I found mentions of this game on Creepypasta, Reddit, and, you know, a bunch of other random websites. So, this is how it goes. The list is long and... Um, you you know gonna give you the instructions pretty much um the list is long and you need every single piece in order for this game to work you cannot leave any part of this out so number one you need a large quiet room preferably without windows if you must use a room with windows cover it up so there is no light from outside that can make its way into the room the room should also have a door that will close and latch securely number two you need a candle preferably a preferably a sturdy pillar candle that will not burn out or burn down quickly three a lighter you have to light the candle of course uh, number four a small bucket of water and clean mug or cup number five an electric fan number six two large mirrors uh, seven an alarm clock eight three chairs nine a fully charged cell phone ten a partner you trust to follow the rules and take the game seriously and 11 a small object that holds sentimental or emotional value for you now at 11 p.m you should begin to set up for the three kings ritual in your chosen room place one of your chairs facing north this is your throne place the other two chairs on either side of the throne for facing forward to it the chairs belong to the queen and the fool and they should be about an arm's distance from the throne. Secure one mirror onto the queen's chair and one onto the fool's, again, facing toward the throne. Sitting on the throne, you should be able to see your reflection in the periphery of your vision without having to turn and look because, you know, the mirrors are facing you. Um, 
place the bucket in your chosen cup or mug in front of the throne, just barely out of reach. You want them near enough in case you need them, but you don't want them so close that you might trip over them. Place the fan behind the throne and turn it on, but not on high. Medium or low should suffice for this purpose. Turn the lights off and leave the room, making sure the door is left open and go to your bedroom. Place your cell phone candle lighter close to your bed so you can reach them easily without having to hunt for them. Make sure your phone is fully charged and just leave it on the charger. Set your alarm clock for 3.30 a.m. Take your chosen object and get into bed and it's time to sleep to prepare for what is to come. Now, the actual ritual. Your alarm clock goes off at 3.30 a.m. You get out of bed, you light the candle, grab your phone. Keep your sentimental object with you at all times. You have three minutes to return to the prepared room. When you enter the room, close the door behind you. Your chosen partner in this ritual should be um, outside of the room waiting for you, keeping very quiet. Protect your candle flame. Take your place on the throne. Your body should block the wind from the fan behind you, and it should be keeping it from, um, you know, blowing out the candle. The idea here is that you should slump to the side during your time in the room. The candle flame will be blown out by the fan ending the ritual. Okay? Um, Do not at any point look directly into the mirrors on either side of you. Also, do your best not to stare directly into the candle's flame. Assuming you've made it to the throne by 3.30 a.m., and all has gone according to plan, you may now begin the active part of the ritual by asking questions out loud. It may take some time, but again, assuming you did everything correctly, you will soon be joined by the kings who will answer your questions. You will hear their voices, but remember, no matter how startled or unsettled it may be, do not look into the mirrors. Remember to take this seriously. This isn't a time to ask stupid questions. Regardless of what you may have heard, um, they do exist. You have one hour with the kings to ask whatever you'd like. Be prepared for answers you may not like. And and be prepared for questions and, and as answers to your questions. Oh, so sometimes when you, you know, when you ask a question, somebody asks you a question is an answer. Like, should I go outside? And then someone will be like, is that even a question? Um, so it sounds like the kings are kind of, you know, little smart asses. Anyways, finally, do not let the candle go out during your session. At 4.34 a.m., your friend on the other side of the door should call out to you that the game has ended. If you do not respond, they should try calling your phone instead. If and only if neither of these methods succeed in getting your attention, they should then enter the room and try to snap snap you out of your ritual by calling your name, but they should not, under any circumstance, touch you. Finally, if this doesn't work, they should use the mug of water, oh, the mug to throw water, Um, from the bucket on your face. If you find yourself semi-conscious, it's time to return. Focus on your personal item that you brought with you and let it guide you back to your waking state. Um, 
but yeah as soon as you are aware that the time um for the ritual is up you should stand up blow out the candle leave the room uh to signify a close now here's a warning that um was put on for this game if you do not wake up at 3 30 a.m do not continue if you return to your prepared room and find the door closed do not continue and leave the house um taking everyone with you do not return before 6 a.m if the fan is turned off or no longer working in some way do not continue leave the house taking everyone with you do not return before 6 a.m do not like let your candle go out before the ritual is complete do not look um directly at any of the mirrors and um what does it say it is said that what you see there may pull your consciousness inside and be trapped by the kings uh do not leave the throne so like the chair before 4 34 a.m and do not go into this uh, ritual acting um disrespectful it will not end good for you or your ritual partner another note that's on here uh it's called it's a risk level of all the games we've covered in the series so far by this is the riskiest as that it actually involves ritualistic elements that is supposed to summon spirits um make sure this is something you really want to do before you take the three kings ritual so it sounds like it actually sounds pretty easy enough and well what was that oh my god what is that oh i think it's my neighbor upstairs holy shit why does weird sounds always happen when i'm talking about creepy shit man okay um sage (laughs) um okay so it sounds like a pretty straightforward situation like essentially you have three chairs you know your chair and then two chairs next to you and it's got mirrors in it and essentially you're summoning some sort of spirit that you can ask it questions like I don't know existential questions or just fucking and questions that you feel are important for about an hour an hour and a minute right and if you look at the mirror you'll get pulled in or your spirit or your soul will so I guess this is only a ritual you would want to do if you have like some fucking questions that you need answers to I don't know like what would you ask is is my man cheating on me is dick a carb (laughs) no but um okay well you know that's that's the three kings ritual now another ritual that i found or game um and this one i actually kind of thought was a little bit more interesting because it's it takes you outside of your home it's it's a little bit more interactive i would say jesus stop it who's scaring me (laughs) but anyway so this game is a little bit more interactive in my opinion again i don't condone anyone doing these but if you did already let me know because i'm actually really curious so this game is called the hooded man okay 
Although this um, ritual surface is very uh, in various sites um, like Creepy Pasta, the No Sleep subreddit, and you know a bunch of other websites, there are a few variations out there. The Hooded Man ritual allows the player, the one who's playing the ritual, to access another dimension that is called the Other World. In this ritual, the player will call in an entity to drive him to the Other World. Now, these are the things that you'll need two black cords about half a meter long a telephone rotary telephone works best but using the ones that we have today are fine too one watch or pocket pocket watch one room to play the ritual one table and one chair some warnings or precautions make sure you do a cleansing ritual before you perform this game so you want to like maybe sage the room um i don't know like holy water that shit um if at any point you feel threatened or stalked by an unknown presence you must not continue with the ritual and if you do so there is a good chance of aggravating and binding yourself to the entity that is um you know making you feel that you are being stalked um shuttle the doors and windows close the curtains if there are any and turn off the lights and any electronic devices i wouldn't do that because if what if i need help then who am i gonna call i can't call ghostbusters um do not carry salt or any other miscellaneous item of protection while you are performing the ritual okay no pepper spray um procedures okay here we go be seated in a room hallway where the telephone is make sure you aren't agitated scared or nervous impossible i'm always agitated all these negative emotions will prevent you from completing the ritual successfully count to 13 at the last count dial the number on your telephone 2049688 and do not touch the handle of the phone when you're dialing the number tie one of the black cords to the handset tightly so it doesn't come off when you tug on it and lift it from the telephone then dial 255-15823 leave the handset there regardless of whether the phone gets connected or not count to 13 again and place the handset back after this is done Say quietly and slowly and carefully into the receiver. Hello? I need a cab. Take the second black cord and replace it with the first one. Now, here's a tip that somebody put in here. If you can burn the first cord, um, burn it immediately. This will make sure your connection to the other world is severed and... um, is severed completely and nothing from there will be able to enter our dimension if you cannot do it right away make sure that um you do it as soon as the ritual is completed now that you've done that open the curtains and if you did this right the sky will have a tinge of some color and there will be a black cab parked outside your house exit the house Bring the watch with you, lock all the doors, and get into the back seat of this cab. The cab will be empty, so you will have no reason to fear anything as of yet.
lock the cab door, and prepare yourself to fall asleep. When you wake, you, which you definitely will, take a look at your watch. If the time is 3.30 a.m., then you will have successfully completed the main part of the ritual. If it is still at the correct time, then you will get out of the car and get inside your house within two minutes. And then, um, yeah, you just, I guess you got to do it correctly. If the watch shows 3.30 a.m., then you will fall asleep again with another uh, half a minute. When you wake up, the cab will be on a highway, on a highway being driven by a hooded man. And here are some scenarios. Um, if you attempt to speak to the man, you will fall asleep and wake up back at your house. If you attempt to lift the hood, you will fall asleep and wake up back at your house. If you panic or try to get out of the car while it is still in motion, you die. If the cab stops at any point and someone else gets in, do not try to speak to them or they will stab you to death. Now, the correct way to end the ritual is to lean forward so you are close to the hooded man's ear and whisper, slowly and carefully, I have reached my destination. You will fall asleep and wake up back at your house. If, however, you wish to continue on the ride, you are welcome to do so, although many people who have performed this ritual advise against it. Claims that the ride that as the ride continues the scenarios and worlds get more and more absurd and difficult to get out of so nobody knows what happens when the cab stops so you know you don't want to be the one to find out (laughs) um after all of this is over you should uh be back at your house go back to the telephone and dial the number two zero 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 eight two lift the handle Place it aside and speak the following words. Thank you for the ride. Remove the black cord and burn it. Bury the ashes in your backyard or wherever and sprinkle salt over it. And um, that's the ritual. Um, Again, I'm, you know, in researching all of this, these games, I always think like, who who makes these? (laughs) um and i guess other than to simply just um go for a drive in another dimension i don't know what the purpose of this game really is especially because it says that if you try to speak to the hooded um driver he's not going to answer you so i don't really know what it is to gain other than simply just you're bored and you want to go for a ride in another dimension um but yeah if you if you know no let me know okay now another game or you know these are these it's kind of hard to call these games because i don't i don't know how how much entertainment there is in them other than like rituals um, but another like ritual game that I found is called Durama-san. And this game has its origins in Japan. Some people know it as the bath game. And it involves summoning a ghost that can follow you all day long. And um, its goal is to try to catch you. The best way to describe this quote game is a deadly version of red light, green light. 
And here's how the game works. Use a big bar of soap to wash the blood away. Okay, so there's two different there's two different versions of this game and one of the versions is called Duramasan ga Coronda which um means Durama doll fell down and um the player the game refers to the player as it and Duramasan wants to catch it, right? And if Durama-san catches you, then all hell's gonna break loose for you, you're pretty much dead, and that's the end of you. The other version is much scarier, and once the game starts, um, you know, that that's, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta go with, with it and finish it, see it the whole way through. So, to begin, you must sit in a bath. A shower cannot be a substitute. Um, sit in a bathtub and begin to wash your hair, chanting, Duramasan fell down. If performed correctly, you will see a mental image of a woman. Do not turn around and do not open your eyes until you leave the bathroom. So, like, you finish washing your hair, I guess, and you do this little chant and somehow an image... Um, mental image will come to you, but your eyes are supposed to be closed and then you get out. She will then trip and fall onto a rusty tap in her bathtub, stabbing her right eye and killing her instantly. Get out of the bathtub with your eyes closed. Do not drain it or look behind you. Repeat the following. Why did you fall in the bath? Then get out and shut the door behind you. Do not trip on the way out. The next day or so, do your usual game, your usual thing, then the game will begin. Durama-san will follow you throughout the day, getting closer and closer as she stalks you and watches you. You cannot let her catch you. If you look over your shoulder, you may occasionally get a glimpse of her. Should you feel that she is too close, you must yell at her one word, Torame which means stop in Japanese. The reason for you the reason for this is so you have time to um run away to put some distance between you and um her. When you wish to end the game, you will turn around catching her in your sight and kira is what you will shout at her. This will also swing your you should also swing your arm into a cutting motion as if you're slicing bread, which means I cut you loose. Some resources say that if she catches you, she will torture you for eternity, and some say that she will try to um, slice your neck open, and others say that she will try to hang you, but the most popular theory out there is that she attempts to gouge your eyes out, um, as it kind of happened to her when she like tripped and fell, right? It is said that you must end the game before midnight. Um, it is recommended that you warn your friends not to try this and not to try it for, you know, for yourself because um, you risk death by playing this game. Um, remember, if you fail, um, you will be stalked by this entity for all eternity. <laughs> um, again, I don't know uh, what 
what the purpose of the of a game like this is um or how this is even a game um more of a ritual uh i guess if you're like desperately bored with no friends that the only form of entertainment that you can find for yourself is to be um stalked by a murderous spirit i i i don't you know i don't know i guess i don't know i literally don't know <laughs> oh my god who keeps making these weird ass sounds outside <laughs> okay the let's see is this our last game yes okay so our last and final game for today is called the midnight game okay okay the midnight game it's believed to be an old pagan ritual that was used to punish people so so this game makes a when i say game again this is just like the how when I looked up all of these, you know, clout games, it keeps saying the word game, but I don't feel like they're a game. I feel like they're like a ritual or like just something to do because I don't know how you would find any enjoyment out of this game. But anyway, um, the, so yeah, it was used to punish. So this ritual was used to punish people, right? And the gist of this ritual is that you have you summon the midnight man and walk around your house while making sure that you do not get caught by him. If you manage to avoid the midnight man until 3.33 um, a.m., then you win the game, right? Um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> is there a prize? No. Is there knowledge that you have gained? No. So I don't know what, like, the... the Like, I don't know why you would... Why would you do this? Like, unless I'm gonna get, like, three fucking wishes. Or unless I'm gonna get, like, a pot of gold. Or I'm gonna get my dream job. Or I can lose, like, fucking 50 pounds. Bam! Well, maybe not 50 pounds. If I could lose, like, 35 pounds. Bam! After, like, just gone and i had like the perfect body or if i could just eat without gaining weight like if i if i'm gonna do any of this shit and put myself or my soul into jeopardy i feel like i would do this if if i'm if i'm gonna get some fucking a good a good fucking payback right but none of these games other than the three kings like offer you offer you a prize or anything for playing so i don't know who and like who would do this right like a bored little sad person i guess i don't know but for the people that are morbidly curious like i am this is how you summon the midnight man and again i don't encourage condone anyone to do this but if you already did please let me know how it went (laughs) um first things first you need a candle and a candle holder you need plenty of matches you cannot substitute the matches for a lighter it has to be matches you need a pen and paper and something to cut yourself or draw blood with um you need a wooden front door and you need salt now now that you have all your supplies this is what you're going to be doing everything should be set up before midnight Uh, what the fuck is that sound i think my neighbors are like just slamming doors just to fucking mess with me or something they can't hear me recording so i don't know why they're choosing this time to just fucking like have a slam door party anyway 
Um, everything has to be set up before midnight, so 12 a.m., as uh, so you won't have time to go back for everything that you need once the game has started. So everything has to be set up prior. Um, write your name on the paper with the pen. Prick yourself and put a drop of blood on the paper. Gather the rest of your supplies. Place the paper with your name and blood in front of the wooden door. Turn off the lights, electronics, everything. That's a big note for me. I need my phone. Light your candle. Once it has reached, once the time has reached 11.59, set your lit candle next to the paper and begin knocking on your door 22 times. Completing the 22nd knock when the clock strikes midnight. After the 22nd knock, open the door, blow out your candle, and close your door immediately. Relight your candle. Oh, close your door and immediately relight your candle. Begin moving all over the house. Do not stop moving. You have to keep moving until 3.33 a.m. Some things to keep in mind during the game is that you cannot stay in one place more than a few seconds or else it will catch you. Um, you cannot or should not taunt the midnight man um, because bad things will happen to you. <laughs> if your candle goes out and you're unable to relight it within 15 seconds, stop what you're doing and draw a circle of salt around you and do not move until 3.33 a.m. You know what? This just fucking triggered a memory. There's a, there's a movie there's a movie on this and i want to i think it's called the midnight man and then the midnight man this is exactly oh my god i just remembered this is exactly what happens like i think they the girl's light goes out so she's like oh shit and like she draws a fucking circle of salt but the midnight man is like oh yeah bitch you got salt well guess what i got water and he like floods the fucking place to get rid of the salt right because it couldn't like touch the salt but it could use other things to get rid of the salt so then i thought bitch you should have put some glue and then the salt so then no water you know but that's just me thinking out loud <laughs> i think the movie's called midnight man um okay do not leave your house until the game has ended and if you aren't sure if the summoning worked follow the rules until 3:30. just i'm sorry 333 3:33, just to be safe do not go to sleep during the game. Do not turn on any electronics. Your candle is the only source of light you are allowed. You'll know when he's there because you're going to feel panic, dread, hear voices, see movement out of your corner of your eye. You'll hear knocks and thuds throughout the house. Long story short, don't let him catch you. Some say that you will start to hallucinate your greatest fears. Some say that he will haunt you for the rest of your life. And others say that he will rip out your organs one by one if he catches you. So, should you play this game? No. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Again, why anyone would play any of these games, I, I truly don't know. Because there is no gain whatsoever. It's not like light as a feather, stiff as a board, where it's like purely out of enjoyment. You're like, oh my god, I'm levitating. I'm levitating, boo. No, but seriously, like, I don't know why anyone would play these fucking games. Um, 
Are they fun to listen to? Yes, they are. Would I do them? No, I wouldn't. Have any of you done it? Please let me know. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. But um, yeah, so that, my friends, is volume one. I say I just got the idea right now as I said it. I think I'm going to do a couple more series on paranormal games. So this is going to be volume one paranormal games we did the three kings okay 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 we did the hooded man okay okay we did duramasan and we did the midnight game um yeah so that's four games so yeah again i do not encourage or condone you guys to do any of these ritual games but if you already did let me know how it went um and if you are gonna do it which i don't condone um put some cameras around your house i'm curious to see if you would actually catch something (laughs) um what else what else do i have to tell you guys oh um totally unrelated but i just finished watching the show um the strain I started maybe about two weeks ago and I just binged right through it and holy shit this fucking show I had heard people talk about it like you know through you know just randomly a couple of times but I didn't for some reason I just didn't it didn't really pull my attention and um I was watching something on Hulu and then it just like popped it just popped on by itself because I think it was on my like on the things you may like so it just started playing by itself and after the first like 10 minutes i was like holy shit what is this fucking show what am i watching and i binged right fucking through it and holy shit this show the strain was so fucking good i didn't know um one of the executive producers like this project is tied to guillermo del toro which if you're a horror fan you know guillermo memo like the shape of water uh the devil's backbone uh pacific rim uh pan's labyrinth like the list goes on and on and on like this guy is like a master and he's also mexican you know so yeah um fucking amazing show i loved it the strigoi were like fucking cool as name to call vampires and like a really awesome way of introducing the fact that these fucking things are like a parasite like it's a strain of a virus that the cdc doesn't know what it is right so um it was so fucking good i loved it but the bad part is is that i finished it and now i have nothing to watch again so with that being said if you guys have any recommendations please let me know because i'm always looking for something to watch i'm always like i try to read and i try to like play my video games and i try to like you know just watch stuff but i always like to have something to you know to fall back to when i just want to like vegetate and not think about too much and now i ran out right so if you have any suggestions and you think that i would like um please Send them to me at just a couple of horrors at gmail.com or you can reach out to me via the Instagram at just a couple of horrors pod. Um, again, I post daily horror facts or just uh, sometimes they're not even horror, they're just like weird facts that I find interesting. 
and uh, I do like polls and I do all kinds of other shit. I talk about all kinds of random things. Um, what is it? Oh, yeah. Another thing that I wanted to mention is that so I've been looking at this video game that I've been wanting to get because, since I finished Layers of Fear, um, which is fucking amazing. Um, I've been looking for something else to play. And I stumbled upon a game called Martha is Dead. Now, this game is not for the faint-hearted. And it has a lot of, like, trigger warnings. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then don't even Google it. Don't even Google this shit, okay? <laughs> um, but it, But it looks... I don't even want to say entertaining, but it looks like something I want to play. But um, it's also like 39 bucks. So I just want to be sure that this is really what I want because it's very violent, gory. Uh, like the storyline is just fucking trauma fucked up. And then I think, why do I do this to myself? Why do I put myself back in these situations through video games? So, the reason I brought this up is, if you have played Martha is Dead, please let me know. Was it worth it? Did you finish it? Oh my god, who keeps slamming their doors? God, I keep talking about scary shit and then people slam their doors. (sighs) What was I saying? Oh yeah, was it worth it? Did you like it? Did you finish it? Would you recommend? I don't want to spend 40 bucks on something that I'm going to play for like 15 minutes and be like, you know what, dude, this was way too fucking much. Why did I do this to myself? I can't finish it, right? So if you've played it, please let me know. I need the insider deets, okay? Um, so yeah, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Just a Couple of Horrors. Um, please share the podcast with a friend, an enemy, give it to your neighbor, give it to everybody. If you have a second, like rate it. If you have a two seconds, review it. Um, help a girl out. You know, I'm just out here trying to fulfill my dreams. Okay. (laughs) Why do I keep making this voice? I don't know. Okay, guys, that's it for today. Thank you so much. Uh, Until next time, I will bring you a different horror. Goodbye. Durama san, Durama ga koronda, Durama san.